Welcome to the I Want More Comics and Games podcast, recorded at I Want More Comics and Games, a local comic store in Thornton, Colorado. You can reach us by phone at 303-460-7226 or on all social media platforms. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the I Want More Comics and Games podcast. Are we live? We're live. My name's Richie. I'm Sean. I will be Keith. I'm Matthew. Oh. The full name. <laughs> oh. It's like I, your mom's calling you. I just. Yeah. I am Matthew. I am. <laughs> he is. So you're hearing a new voice, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> Are you just going to leave? Disregard. <laughs> that doesn't need to be. We don't need to dive into that right now. It's fine. What we do need to dive into is the news. What's on the docket for the news? Oh, my goodness. Are we in such a great time Give me some news. news. <laughs> give me, give me, give me. Let's see. I think we'll start with kind of the sad news, then we'll go into the epic news. So the sad news is, um, who here has watched Why the Last Man? Ooh, ooh, my arm. Okay, Sean? I plan on watching it. I haven't it? seen it. Well, I have not. Okay. <laughs> well. I, I, as well, have only watched a couple episodes. I'm not caught up. Um, but we have plenty of time to catch up. Because they've decided not to do a season two. so They decided to actually <laughs> cut season one at episode seven. Correct. You don't even get all ten. Wow. FX was like, nah, son. And they so cut that. So after 14 years <laughs> of waiting, waiting, yeah. waiting and trying to get this bad boy Oof. up and running, it is gone within seven episodes. Um, there is a lot. A lot of people are bringing up a ton of things and reasons why. As someone that's have seen it and read the book, I thought I'd get opinions on what you guys might think. Um, uh, didn't translate well. Do you think it was bad marketing? Uh, this no, they marketed the hell out of it. This particular um, series actually ran into a ton of problems. Like I said, a fourteen-year docket just to get it. Yeah, well, it was and optioned, and then it was like sold it, off twice. Yeah, it was like <laughs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> uh, in twenty nine or twenty fifteen, FX took control of it, and uh, at twenty nineteen, uh, they let go of the entire writing staff. And then brought in a whole new production staff. And in the same year, they uh, recast Yorick in the same year. And then 2020 postponed um, scheduling for for everything, everybody else. And then we finally got it in 2021 where it kind of felt really upon deaf ears. I didn't get a lot of being here. I didn't get a ton of like backlash or anything. Like no one came to me and was like, why the last man was terrible. And I had one person that did you? Like, yeah, was not happy with the show. I yeah. only got four episodes in, and they said, nope, way too freaking political for me. I'm out. Okay. So I go, okay. And this one I lends see, itself to that. I can completely that. see that. So, but well, they, they definitely updated this story for now. They did. They, yeah. It is very, like, this, the story itself, I mean, the main character, York, is, he's, he's pretty douchey yeah. at times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not great. Um mm-hmm. But he's the last man on earth. I mean, right. do you mean that in the comic or do you mean that in the show? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Both, so they both carried that across. Yes. yes. Again, that's, that's, that's why probably I'm, the most true part to the comic that they think they've I, I done. I did explain to, to Megan, uh, I was like, you know, Yorick is the, the just he dumb. Said, he he's said, dumb as it all yeah, get out. He's, uh, he needed Agent 355. Right. Yeah, absolutely. To, to survive. <laughs> yes. And yeah. Agent 355 in the show was awesome. Perfect. Loved that character. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Um, everybody else in the show, however, 
Like I said, they took the story and they completely updated it for a 2020-2021 world. I got a little bit of like too much realism. That's I think that's what a lot of people were and not I, digging. There was no levity. It was just and of course it's a terrible thing like when you really well, think about it. Well, the first episode the was great. Right. But but <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> all the guys dies. die. <laughs> yeah. Everything with a with an X chromosome. Yeah. Might see ya. Yeah. Yeah. But or it y was chromosome, sorry. At least was, they kept that from the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But and it's just uh, York and his monkey. Like I said, uh, the obviously okay. all the everyone involved still believes that uh, there's a shot for this to be picked up, kind of a la Expanse or other shows, Lucifer. Uh, so they're hoping a streaming service might jump in and grab it. I don't know if there was enough heat in seven episodes to really bring that to light, but I would love for it. Well, your bigger deal about that is if you want to see it get jumped in that direction, mm-hmm. you need a fan base that's starting to talk that way. Got to have a fervent. And are we seeing that yet? No, no, no that's not. the problem. So there's Every, the thing. There's there's plenty of shows we we didn't really pay attention a lot to this back say 20 years ago. Sure. That the mid season replacement shows, the the tests that that just didn't didn't make it. You mm-hmm. know, like one season and done kind of shows. There are obviously some of those that we can point to and say, oh, I wish that I had gotten way more of that, or I wish this. And well, I mean, not all of them had like scheduling issues like Fox did to Firefly. That that show could <laughs> ran for a while, but they. Totally jacked that up. Well, one of my but, other all-time favorites is uh, Studio City, uh, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Yes, we watched yeah. <laughs> That was like the second year I was here. You and I just watched a ton of that. Yeah, uh, and that one died because of the writer's strike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so and then things, outside it, influences can definitely happen like that. It might not have even survived anyway because it the they decided, same network, same year, to do 30 <laughs> Rock as a premiere also. And when you have one that's super funny and you have one that's smart funny, right. you might not have survived both. Right. It's no. possible that it just it just wasn't going to work. So I didn't realize 30 Rock was the same. Yeah. yeah. They okay. were they were the same. I've the never, same I had never watched 30 Rock until I started watching it on Netflix recently. Mm. It's funny. It's good. Uh, it's, it's fine. Funny. Yeah. I, it's definitely got its moments where it's pretty damn funny. It's no friends. So, the, oh god. So, the, <laughs> so the the good news is that if you uh, haven't caught it, you have plenty of time to catch yeah, up. You have tons so of time. It's going to be Firefly <laughs> business. Seven seven episodes. You're in and out. Uh, if you wanted more, then maybe it's time to start a petition yeah. and try to get people behind it. Like I said, unfortunately, I just think it was too far on the political bent. Yep. So that, I think that's what yeah. hindered it. Might so. just be. Yeah. So let's move on next. Okay, so we have. I mean, this is this might be the best news ever. Um, bad idea. Who we've had a podcast <laughs> about, a full blown podcast I, about. Uh, <laughs> Just announced. Where are you going with this? <laughs> n- listen, the good news is they have yet to hit rock bottom. Oh, but um, but look at this man. This, <laughs> are you listening? We to have this trained trend? him well. <laughs> this, this he hates on. this. What? He's doing uh, it to himself. <laughs> What? Let me finish my sentence. Uh, there's a new promotion for Bad Idea Comics. Uh, for those that know or maybe missed our podcast, go check that out. But we did do a Bad Idea podcast, and one of the things we talked about was a promotion that they had that gave the first customer to buy the first print um, of a new comic, a number one comic from Bad Idea, got a gold button. With the name of that comic on it. With the name on that comic. Yeah. And then later they asked you to turn in that button to get one of two rewards of two different comic books, right? Yeah, so there was two comic books that they came out with about, I want to say it was about six weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, but the options were you could re- you could surrender a button plus the shipping and handling, and you could get one of these books. Right. 
And of course, I'm not going to remember exactly the name yeah. of those books right now. But I there's know one's two about different a werewolf. Ones. <laughs> yeah, one werewolf is in my mind for yeah. one of them there. But only those people that were first in line for that stuff. We did not do the very first one, ENIAC. Yes. Um, we supported the other ones after that point in time. But mm-hmm. it was designed as a promotion, mm-hmm. not even the first person to like sign up and buy. It was supposed to be the first person in the door that day. Correct. Whether they were picking up one that they already purchased or whether they were turning around and buying brand, brand new. Yeah. So it was it was a marketing campaign that was designed to turn around and drive fervor. Absolutely. I am going to say, I'm going to put my personal opinion in here. Go ahead. And it's a miss. It's, an, it's a yeah. bad marketing campaign because all it did was uh, drive a insider angle mm-hmm. and these Uber collectors who turned around and would come out, out for it and all this. It didn't really create new. So right. as far as marketing is concerned, it's not what I'm looking for in, in, inside of a successful campaign. But Agreed. You collected buttons throughout the year. You had this. They're always a promise that they could be used maybe in the future. The first one said, hey, turn it in, get these books that can only be got by turning around and surrendering your button. But now today. Now we have a new thing you can turn your button in for. (laughs) Which is amazing. And that is. If I had a button. You get to go to Willy Wonka's factory. It's close. Close. That's close. It's really close. It's actually a rock. You get a rock. Now. Literally. (laughs) Now. A rock. Yeah. Not in a pet rock. Not a pet rock. I guess you could make it a pet. I mean, you can pet rocks. Yeah. But it's it's a rock, and it's just that. Yeah, a rock. So... So you guys are. They, might the get, they even said they might get fancy and take a sharpie and write bad ideas if they have the time. Yes, if they have the time. <laughs> yes, but you get a so, rock. So I know that there was an FAQ, and I think Keith, you know about this. So you answer, and I'll ask the question: um, Is it a special rock? No. Okay. <laughs> is it? <laughs> is it Superman no home? <laughs> no. Uh, is the rock like a metaphor? Is it like something that is? No, it's uh, physically like, a rock. Like, man. A, like sure. art, art for like Banksy. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Is all right. Is it <laughs> written? Does it have bad idea on it? Maybe. Okay. If they uh, have the time. So legit. you are guaranteed a rock, sir. <laughs> if you would like to surrender your button and nine ninety nine for shipping. shipping and handling, yep, yep, if you own a button, remember, everybody at this table doesn't even we, have this we option. We can't even get this. I can't even yeah, get a, rock. a button. Yeah. I can't get me a rock. I don't know anything. There's no way I could walk outside oh. and just pick up one. No, this is this is not one of these. Not one of these rocks. Not one of these rocks. Yeah, it's a D- Dinesh rock <laughs> <laughs> from his like backyard or something. So for those of you that are listening and may not understand this joke and are very confused. There's no joke. No, they're no, literally no. giving a rock. So no, bad, bad, I- bad idea are the trolls under the bridge right now. <laughs> bad ideas marketing campaigns have always revolved around other people talking about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Exactly what we're doing right now. Right now. Right. We are spending time using all the press word is good press. and the name bad idea and having a fun laugh about it and all. Yeah. And that's the great part about this. And here's <laughs> the thing. If you don't want the rock, don't send a button. Don't, don't send your button in if that's you want fine. the rock. You know, I've seen guys who have sold buttons for three to five hundred dollars yeah. on online. I've seen people that expect those first comics to be worth way big money because they're very. There was one book out there that turned around uh, when they sent out Hero Trade to us, yeah. which was a complete surprise. It's totally, you know, like they do these types of things. It is, it's guerrilla marketing. It's meant mm-hmm. to be, you know, like the insider. Yeah, track. it's like a little obtuse, a little different. You're not going to know which field this is coming <laughs> yeah. out of. But to watch some of the rage of the Bad Idea fans on this. <laughs> well, we we participated. 
We might have. We might have participated. We might have poked. We participated in the in in the thread of conversation. Yeah, it was a great participation. Richie (laughs) might have taken a picture, offering out to anyone who comes to us and makes a bad idea purchase, and it shows us the proof of purchase that we will also give give you a rock rock. if they are inclined to want one. Yeah, Yeah. you don't have to take the rock. Yeah. I, I'm about promotion. That's I think we're we're about I'm, that. So I'm waiting for some people to show up <laughs> late at night yeah. and steal steal our rocks. rocks? Yeah, what oh, the that's hell, man! Ridiculous. We need cameras. Gosh, I hope we that need doesn't to, happen. We need to. <laughs> we need to be on top of this. Well, there you go. There's some bad Matthew, idea. You're yeah. gonna have to stay overnight. Yep, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Let's move on to the next thing. The final uh, news I'm bringing is a. Uh, article from ScreenRant.com talking about the new Skybound journey in Walking Dead titled Clementine Book One. Um, this is the f- uh, first expansion since the uh, COVID relief expansion from Negan Lives. And this is uh, within the same universe as The Walking Dead. It's being put out by Skybound. But you will be missing Robert Kirkman. He is uh, overseeing it, but it is written by... Uh, Award-winning artist and writer Tilly Walden. Uh, the very the other interesting thing on this is that it actually is um, kind of written for the um, they called it middle age uh, groups, so kind of like middle school aged group. It's not r- quite adult, but it's not quite kiddie either. Young adult, I yeah. think, is your there you go is your classification well, this, that they this like. particular character comes from. The yes. video game world. So those mm-hmm. those that are savvy in the video game world of the Telltale games, this is which were great games. They were great games. If you and Clementine played, was awesome, awesome in those games. <laughs> yeah. Clementine's great. I think this takes place after that, and it kind of she has a mysterious past. So your mysterious yeah, looks, past is where you go. Play she the looks video much game. older. Yeah, you go play the video game to f- discover her mysterious past. But here is her trying to find her true self within the world of Walking Dead. Um, people are enjoying it. I'm uh, Keith. Brought me in on some news that there's a potential of people kind of. Well, there's a little bit of question going on about sure. the comic book side of things. Uh, Clementine has had stories and has her first appearance in Skybound X. Yes. So there was a weekly book uh, two months ago, three months ago. Yeah. Right inside that because it's God, still it's on the been, rack for us. We've been three months. Dude, we've already yeah. It's, oh it's close to coming. You off know the it's racks. November. Correct? Uh, yeah. I don't know, dude. I go to sleep and I wake what? up and it's like three what months later. September. Yeah. But um. They put out the story in Skybound X. Uh-huh. One of the sales pitch points of Skybound X, being a weekly book, being a little bit of a bigger book, was that it was never going to be reprinted. And it looks like it's going to get a reprint now. And that's kind of got a little bit of concern going on about, uh-huh. hey, when you guys said never, we ordered a little bit differently on this, because especially if the character comes back. I mean, I think we still have first appearances on the rack at cover price for yeah. this character. Uh-huh. You know, like it's it's still there. It's still available. But... Um, there's a little bit of a kerfuffle, right? Yeah, just a, oh, you know, like, <laughs> but yeah, I will tell you this honestly from the inside. This is your your insider yeah. scoop. Yeah, anything can cause a kerfuffle <laughs> yeah. as far as really, retailers. Truly, anything at all. This what rock do you thing. mean you're gonna do the? <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm of course looking forward to new story. Absolutely, new story is great and all this. I don't mind that it's not written by Kirkman. Mm-hmm. I know how much he has control over his world. Yes, and so he's not gonna just let it just float out there and all of a sudden turn into, I don't know, an alien invasion story or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't they doing, because I think I saw the the um, email for this, and I think they, 
they're doing original graphic novels for, right? Yeah, correct. And I can't. They're doing more than one, though, aren't they? Uh huh. That's yes. what I thought. Okay. This is book one, is what it's titled. Right. So, so they're kind of doing it like Reckless, but they're doing correct for the Kirkman mm-hmm. world. So it's going to be a nice Kirkverse story <laughs> for the Kirkverse, Kirkverse. of Walking Dead. Um, it is slated to release June twenty eighth, twenty twenty two. So don't come requesting it yet. <laughs> we yeah, don't there's, know there's no yet. way to even. We don't know. Think about actually. I'm going to say. Potentially there is. One of the biggest things retailers tell um, publishers again and again and again is like, hey, when you start putting this stuff out and we can't take pre-orders, it becomes problematic. Mm -hmm. But Image and separately Skybound are usually a little bit more on top of this. And I honestly have it in the back of my head that it might be in there. Like they may have already created a code for it, a way advanced release code. Like ten months in advance or something. What, what is that? Eight, eight, eight months? months. Yeah, Jesus. it's November. It's, he doesn't I told know. What you, month I don't know what damn month it is. <laughs> it's November. Uh, Time is irrelevant. Way, take a note. <laughs> I'm watching it because I'm like, oh man, end of year, end of year financials are coming up. Yeah. Oh, this sucks. That's when the no. sweat starts happening. <laughs> My point is, if Dare you're into you Walking Dead, <laughs> yeah, now's the time to go ahead and write a little note and look out for Clementine Book One. We're going to stock it. You don't have <laughs> yeah. to worry about it. <laughs> we'll, we'll it's not it. like all of a sudden we're going to like, oh, nobody asked for that. We didn't order it. <laughs> it's Walking Dead. It's Walking Dead. We'll, we'll have some. I mean, if we're going to order that many copies, it's reckless. <laughs> so speaking of reckless, we should probably go into our reviews for our comic books. What? Does Sean have another? I'm assuming he has reckless. I, don't... I do. That's <laughs> so all I'm going to say. Gonna... It's all reckless all the time. <laughs> all right. Then make him last (laughs) that's fine i will go first this time uh and i will start with dc versus vampires dropping um this is a tinnin uh gig and he is kind of in the same tom taylor uh esque storytelling where we're in a universe pocket universe of their own where the give me crap for reckless call it a multiverse I would call it a multiverse, yes. You give me crap for Reckless, and this guy does Batman all the time. This isn't Batman. This is DC versus vampires. Who's on the cover of the book? I don't know. Green Arrow's on the cover of the book. What are you talking about? A bunch of vampires. Right yeah, there. yeah, there's and like Batman. <laughs> so in this book, however, you will find that, I, not a spoiler, there's not a ton of Batman in the first ep- issue. So there you go. Hopefully it goes like Deceased. Yeah, no, 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 oh, that'd no. Be amazing. no. Um, but <laughs> how much better did that story get after they killed Batman? <laughs> First of all, oh god, it was so much, so good. It was one, gooder. One spoiler alert. Two. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't you? read a year and a half old story, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. You probably shouldn't be listening yeah, to podcasts. <laughs> Either way, gentlemen, <laughs> I'm glad you brought up deceased because um, obviously DC versus vampires is going to be. Um, Rightfully or wrongfully, it's going to be compared to Deceased because it does have that kind of element of being outside of it, being a 12-issue story, and um, being in its own universe. Are the consequences going to be as impactful as they were in that Tom Taylor can kind of bring to? I will say, after the first uh, issue, it's not a one-for-one. I I prefer Deceased over DC versus Vampires, but I am digging the comedy and obviously the knowledge that Tenen has of our DC universe and just his, his he's good at writing. I know that's a hot take, but um, uh, with this, it kind of, it's a slow buildup versus where Tom kind of like hits you always with a grand slam. He always like hits you in the face with a bat, then tells you the story afterwards. Uh, Tenen's very good at building that kind of epic storyline and it's, it's growing slower than deceased will, but I think it'll still come to end in the middle or so. The thing that stood out to me about what you can explore writing this, and again, like just just what can be, 
when somebody becomes a zombie, all of a sudden now they're the mindless, you know, sure. monster, right? Yes. You you don't have that. There are very few zombie stories out there that actually deal with char- character development on a zombie. Right. Mm-hmm. What right. is it? Dawn of the Dead? Day of the Dead? One of those, like, plays and pretty heavily zombie. into that. Yeah. You know, like, some yeah. things like that. But well, yeah, iZombie was the perfect example. Yeah. So. In this one, vampires, you know, as a as a, the base unit right. here, if somebody's turned into a vampire, they're still them. Correct. They and are just have something else just to really it. hungry for blood. And, yeah. and they definitely bring that through through this comic book. There's a there's reveals because a vampire can stand there and kind of talk to you and you're like, okay, that's just a person. But there's a tiny like, little clue. Surprise! That's exactly right. <laughs> and that's kind of how this is kind of laid out where, again, there's that softer kind of guide through and then it turns kind of viciously. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, I'm going to give it a three out of five buns. I think that if you're into that kind of lore and that darker element, this is definitely for you. If you're a DC fan in general, it's something you should be on. And I think Tin and Fran fan should be on this as well. I also think it's a good multiverse tale. Exactly. Like if you, if you like seeing your characters in a totally different light, you can have a lot of fun with this. Yeah, absolutely. But it's popcorn at that level. It super is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's what you should buy it for is to enjoy it. No, not you. Let's go, Keith. <laughs> I'm not here. You're not here. Okay. No, so, no, no, no. So I'm going to move to Matthew. Yes. Matthew. I heard you read comic books. I read a comic book this what? week. I did, yeah. What did you read? I read House of Slaughter. Who's that written by? That's written by Tinnin. That's correct. Yeah, the same I, guy that wrote mine. This is a, uh, <laughs> yeah. Compared you guys to the, show that we really branch out around here. I know. <laughs> like, which one did Tinnin write? We'll just pick that up. Yeah. <laughs> Author of the week. Yes. Um, so I have not read... Something is killing killing the children. Okay, so you're jumping into House of Slaughter fresh. Fresh. So okay. I'm going to give the fresh take on if you don't have any exposure to it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting. Um, I there's a there could be some things that would give you know a little bit of context to some of the like story points that are going on in there, right. but I you know might be over my head a little bit on those. I will tell you this, one of the very first judgments I always have when somebody spins out a story like this, you know, turns around and starts with a new entry point, right? Do you directly feel lost? No. Like, then that's a big deal because that opens it up to where somebody who hasn't read Something is Killing the Children can turn around and get into this. It'll be comfortable or, to jump in. Or somebody who has read Something is Killing the Children gets a bonus flavor and, you know, Correct. sees more. It's the same thing as, like, if you went and got taken to your first Star Wars movie, could you enjoy it just as a movie on its own without knowing everything else? And could the person next to you who has watched everything Star Wars through all things, you know, enjoy it more because there's more little things? I feel like we get a lot of that in the MCU. Absolutely. So, but it's important that a lot of people didn't, you know, have all the the history of it, but can still enjoy the ride. Right. So, like, that's my that's my biggest Absolutely. judgment about a new number one is always that can you turn around and jump into this without having been completely immersed? Because being an X-Men fan, there's a lot of books out there that aren't good jump-on points. <laughs> and that's where I feel like it was interesting enough to be, you know, looking back at, you know, some trades on something is killing the children. Like, that was one of the things I came in uh, the next day on just to see if we had it. Because I'm like, well, you know, it, it was intriguing enough of a story to get it going and, you know, being able to read more into that world. Absolutely. Arguably, that's also the other goal of it. It needs to be good enough on its own that it can kind of guide you without the knowledge of something's killing the children, but also intriguing enough to make you want to go for it. So it feels like it's hitting both ends on that. What did you think uh, around the end? Was the storytelling good, captivating? Yeah, um, 
you know, they're just kind of laying the groundwork. I thought it yeah. was, um, you know, something that I'm going to pick up and continue to read. So Perfect. As far as a grading. I so we, we do, do buns. Buns. Yeah, Colin Bunn is the... Uh, the other writer that the writes writer everything. everything. He writes everything <laughs> at all times. And, and it feels as all, he writes so much that he actually portrays through other writers. Like everyone really is kind of writing through Bunn. So Colin <laughs> Bunn is our... <laughs> How many buns on this one? How many buns out of five? Out of five. Yeah. Four, four out of five buns four for, five a, buns, right? for an issue one. That's yeah. very good. All right, Sean, what'd you do? This is a... What did you do? Zadarsky's <laughs> take on writing Brubaker and Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name Hold of Hold on, I need a button over there that goes, dun, dun, dun. So... Because, like, yeah. let's be shocked. Will, Zadarsky Sean even would came read. out and said, I am doing my best impersonation. Yeah. Now, wait a minute. You're you're saying what's the title of this book? Newburn. Now, that came out this week, sir. It did, and I cheated, and I you don't care. I read this like two and a half months ago. For no, anything, you know why? Because I didn't have time to read Jack last week. Which one's Jack? I don't didn't know. Didn't read the title. it. That's oh. why I couldn't review it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, all right, talk about Newburn then. So, Newburn is based off of a character named Easton Newburn, and he is a. Yeah, I know. That's a box I was supposed to grade for. Hey, quit paying attention <laughs> to what I'm doing. You do your review. Don't, don't. But so he's a, people can't see me not paying attention. All the crime to you. families in New York yes. um, hire this guy to take care of whatever craziness might pop up. Okay. If somebody robs somebody else, if somebody kills somebody else, he has to show up and basically clean house for all the crime families. Ah. So he's got neutral ground. He's basically the neutral ground that comes in underneath the police, and the police kind of know he does what he does. He's not a very nice guy. He's not a super likable guy because this is just his job. Right. But he'll go in, he'll suss out what's up, and then he'll let the appropriate crime families know, and they deal with it. Oh, interesting. So. Okay. <laughs> Can you see him being portrayed in a movie by James Caan? Absolutely. Like, like it's, <laughs> Absolutely. My, your description there makes me think of something like Way of the Gun. Oh, totally. You know, like that he's, kind of yeah. fixer. Oh, yeah. He's a, cleaner. He's, a, he's a complete. Well, he's a private investigator, is what they call him, but yeah. he's a complete sure, fixer. Right. Yeah. So the, so the cool thing is, Zdarsky designed this to be you can read any issue, and it's the case is each issue. Gotcha. So you can read them single issue that format. That's a lot if you like wish. Brubaker. Kind of. He does graphic novels. He does yeah. like the full novel. Yeah, it's a full yeah. Um Zardowski's getting it done in, in a, a three ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's he's doing it this way, but he's also he does have an overarching story with a couple of characters like Newburn and his assistant. another character in here who becomes an assistant. Um okay. he, they're, they're you're kind of touching on their relationship, right. their working relationship. So it's it's excellent. If if you like Brubaker and Phillips, you'll like this. It's Zadarsky and Jacob Phillips, which is Sean Phillips' kid. Mm. And so the art style is pretty similar to his dad. <laughs> Apple doesn't <laughs> fall far from the tree. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to read the first, I think they had the first three issues in PDF form when I read it. Oh, so okay. I've, I've read like, that's why I was like, I'll just do this book. I read this yeah. like two months ago, whatever. I'll just mm-hmm. do it now again. Yeah. But I can't push this book enough. For me, it's a full five out of five buns. It was okay, awesome. This is a straight five out of five. Yeah, out I, there, it is. I think this is actually already even an option to be a TV show. Honestly, I, you I could thought totally I, remember I think I remember he put already. the thing up there. He's like, "Yeah, we already got this." They already are. So they're already in. <laughs> yeah. they're already in Hollywood talks. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, they're down the roads of this, and it's so obvious. Like, <laughs> oh, this is an easy. You plug so. in some crime, plug in, plug in mafia crime. Yeah, okay, let's do that, please. Yeah, I think I think the real tale about how well that will work out will be when you get 
say, six issues deep on this. Mm-hmm. And you get to see how many consistent characters do you get to have, you know, uh, development for. Right. right. Because let's say this, you know, like we, we see some could be throwaway uh, detective kind of people in this, or you could constantly always see the same detective who doesn't like him. You know, like mm-hmm. you, there's there's areas that this can, can can develop into. Let's see where it goes. Absolutely, because some of that I think is some of the repetitive levels are going to be necessary for the 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 Hollywood version. Yeah, when you get to the TV version. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's to write crime and write it intelligent to where you don't actually know who the person is. I think that does take some talent. It does. So, because no there's there. a lot of time where you can watch any crime movie or read any crime book, and you're like, "Is this guy? This guy did it." You know, you know. And who this I, one, you definitely get don't get that right away. So. I just finally put two and two together about what it reminds me of the most: Ray Donovan, mm. uh, yeah. Showtime show. No, absolutely. Somebody who's got the deep connections into all that type of stuff can come in and fix a bad problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's very yeah. It's good. It's got a lot. It's there. got that flavor for sure. That's exciting. I've it? seen Ray Donovan. I actually know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, look at that. <laughs> I don't even have Showtime, but I did for a minute. And when I did, I watched Ray Donovan. That was a great show. That was really a great show. And I'm like, I've got a couple seasons to still go on it that I need to just get back to and, and, and power jump through. in. Well, that leads us to, we need to start discussing this weird, ominous voice that's been joining in on The ominous voice. Yeah, let's talk about that guy. And spin in the wrecks. Spinning the wrecks. I like how every single time it's, he, he like pretends like he hates this. It's it's doubly embarrassing when it's someone new that has to hear that it for the amazing. first time. <laughs> that's my new favorite time. thing of the day. <laughs> I can I can get you the wave files. <laughs> Let's not, get you yeah, the original source. You can make it your your no, ringtone on your phone. You don't need to yes. do that. For nineteen ninety nine, I can even <laughs> I can even turn around and get you the alternate version yes. remixes that yes. we have of that. We do have a few. Keith warned me about spinning the racks going into this, and I just I still wasn't ready. So, <laughs> as you've been listening along, you've been hearing this gentleman talk, but we have yet to introduce him. Um, we talked yes uh, yesterday, uh, yet last podcast. If you're following along, that's totally out and ready. To it was go. totally yesterday. Yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. It's totally yesterday. Um, we discussed about kind of the changes that were being made in the mass of the comic book industry, like our distribution centers. There's shortages. There's labor shortages. And then Keith kind of hinted at what are we doing? What are the steps we're taking to help you, the customer? Um, on our end, the things that we can control, what can we do? Running through the store with our hair on fire. <laughs> That's part of it. Might even help. Um, <laughs> process inside the store is changing drastically, and some yeah. of it is uh, forced down upon us because of having to deal with the way the, the, the ball lies on the fairway today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and part of it also is a, uh, a maturation of where we are as a business to turn around and identify the things that um, we're at a – a level and at an age where we need to do these things better. Correct. And we need to turn around and, and, and service, uh, you know, some customers better, some processes better, a lot of the different things. So we started the game of, okay, let's, let's identify how to make the mechanics of the day to day around here work well. Right. And with that, it kind of was, the three of you guys telling me what to do, and we were breaking that out, and it got kind of crazier and crazier. And we, I felt like we've handled it pretty well, but there was clearly we were just continuing to fall back, and we decided to open that up to more management opportunities. And Hi. we have 
Matthew. Oh. <laughs> um, Matthew is a co-store manager with me. Um, and uh, when was your, when did we officially do that, Keith? Do you remember? End of September. September? Yeah, it's been yeah. about a That was yesterday. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, November. It's November. Just a couple podcasts <laughs> ago. Yeah. It was, uh, so we had talked about it through, I think we, we spent a lot of time during September really setting up. Setting it up. How this works. Because there's a difference. Like if you're, if you're a business who, you know, is structured and has all this stuff thought out and fleshed out and all this, and you go, well, we need to hire a manager time because, you know, we need to have that. You kind of have most of it figured out. But right. Literally from the first time we start this conversation with with Matt and how it's working, we were starting to form the clay ourselves. Correct. We are building as we're doing it. So, I'll, I, you know, and it, Richie has has served this role for a a long time about being the, the store manager. You coming up two years? Yeah. I mean, I mean, before that, even before the two years, you you filled in a lot of a lot of pieces that really helped. I wear hats. Yeah, lots of hats. <laughs> but the the bigger point inside this really became is it's not it's it's way more about all the demands of today. Correct. And that as we grew, as we added on departments, as we turned around and uh, needed more people to just keep up with the day to day, it became blindingly obvious that we. Where we were lacking was that we couldn't get things done because it just we just ran out of time. Right, the and day just was gone. <laughs> and I then mean, I mean that's still today. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then and then no, when you Matthew get into, solved all our problems. Yeah. Uh, what are you oh talking yeah, about? he came <laughs> in it's paradise now. <laughs> he came in yesterday, which was September, and solved all our problems. I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the. <laughs> Even some of it just became that there was new process and that there's new things going on and new de- new demand. That's that's really one of the biggest. You know, like when we when you start getting to a certain level, when you start watching yourself go grow up, and I remember grow up is the right word, yeah. What do we What do we feel like? It's about probably four or five years back that me and Sean started the real idea in our head that the store is now an entity. That's what, yeah. Oh, when yeah. you hired me, that was the the and line. Well, no, it makes yeah, demands. So when when I well when I first opened the store, the store was very centered around whatever the hell I was doing, <laughs> right? And I had to get away from that crap. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be so directly tied into the store that if I couldn't be here for a week or a it would day, just shut down. <laughs> it would shut down. Right. So through the growth and process, when, like he's talking, when it got to that point where it was like, the store actually doesn't need me. Right. Not really. I no. mean, it, it, it does, but yeah. it doesn't. No, honestly, actually, I so. think it's, ab- I think, I think of it as the complete opposite of what you're thinking there is that, that instead of us pushing the store every single day and saying, okay, well, store, you're going to do this store. You're going to do this the store tells us we'd literally walk in the door and the store would be standing there like, what, you know, I need this, <laughs> right? My bike, you know, that, you know, <laughs> yeah, I need you that. to get on this now. Yeah. And you're but like, my meaning is oh. that it, it doesn't like if, if yeah, I yeah, am yeah. for some reason gone, the store will still make those same demands of whoever's here. Yeah. 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 Yes. That's yeah. what I'm, that's the way I was trying yeah, to yeah. And it, paint that. But, but that was when I started. You guys were talking about how it's it's kind of its own self machine, self sustaining machine. It is we Godzilla were, yeah. that we are in the backs of. <laughs> yeah. Which is, go ahead. I remember one direct conversation. We had somebody come in and talk to us, and this mm-hmm. was this was I can't remember where would have been around your time. I think it might have been right before your time. I think it might have been the thing that really kind of clicked in our head. They came in and says, "Hey, I'm going to work for you." And we all laughed about it. We're like, oh yeah, you're gonna yes, work I for know. us. What, what this you, was right what, before me. Yes. Okay, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? That's that's cool. Uh-huh. And he's like, well, I'm gonna do all the things you guys used to do. 
And I go, oh, this was, I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? He goes, well, you know, you guys used to be there to, to, to interact with the customers. You used to be there, you know, all the time, you know, you used to be, you know, like you, you used to love comics. You used to like really get into it and all this, but I'm, I'm going to be that person. Right. And so all the customers have somebody here that's, that's really good for that. And we had that light bulb moment of, oh, yeah, we, we <laughs> let, well, there's so much back end to do so much, yeah. everything else to do. You can't possibly run the store, be the friendly guy at the front and get the back, back end stuff. No. There's just no way. No. So it's it got these, to that point. It's yeah. these level ups that we constantly got to that showed you there was something new that needed to be done. That, that conversation is what spawned me. That's I thought I, I thought yeah. that's what I was remembering. It wasn't me. I didn't have that conversation. No, you didn't. With you, guys. you didn't come in with that. And yeah, all this. You, you definitely came with a little portfolio, and you're like, I was also on the tie. Yes. It was adorable. <laughs> Richie just paid that other guy to go in there. And <laughs> I did. It was probably work. Did. good prep work. Yeah, good prep. The, work. No, the initial like, one wasn't like, nearly guys, as professional. Hey guys, I want I want Keith to and present I myself. Two in the morning on a video game raid. Right after a raid, everybody got off. That's that's when it started. That's where oh. it started. I need this. I could do that. I'm just sitting at home. Anyway. I remember the very I, first conversation I had with yeah. you. I thought we were talking about something completely different. <laughs> yeah. But, I was like, oh, cool. Richie knows computers, and he yeah. can do the website. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I remember nearly, that being the first nearly thing. nearly what we were talking like, Nobody heard my eye roll. <laughs> yeah. Was, we were like, oh, we're not talking about the same thing. No, we weren't. But it worked, it worked really good for the business, and it worked really well for that, and now we're at a different level. Correct. And now we're at a brand new point where we needed – Someone else. So talk about how Matthew came to be. What? Keith and Sean fell in love. They made a baby. No. <laughs> it was Richie. Richie was the baby. <laughs> One day he'll grow up. But uh, <laughs> we, so there was an, uh, uh, Matthew turned around and we, you've been a friend of the store for, gosh, it's been 10 years. 10, 12 years. Yeah. Since yeah. the early days when we, we didn't know yeah. what the hell we were two, doing. Two locations. Remember ago. that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I remember the very first location. Weren't you, like, just out of high school at that time? Not no. too far from, I mean, <laughs> what what year was it? 2009 or 10, talking about, probably. We're talking about 10 or 11. Right. Yeah. I mean, no, not right out of I'm just <laughs> messing with you, man. He's, he's not that young. But um, Really? No. <laughs> Matthew, Younger than me, though. Matthew you know, Matthew was uh, playing quite a bit of magic at the at mm-hmm. the shop. Um, I got to know him really well. We traveled to some certain tournaments. We became good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, all that was great. And, and I watched, um, I knew what Matthew was doing as far as his normal job before, before here. And, um, when he wanted to change the pace and wanted to go something, something di- different direction, um, we had a conversation right away because, um, I know Matthew's work ethic. I know Matthew's uh, mental um, skills. Yeah. I knew a lot of this, and I was impressed by a lot of this. Of course, sitting on the side. Oh, look at this. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> blushing. But Turning bright red. <laughs> um, when you came to me to talk about it, um, it just kind of like these were one of the – it's one of those times that, again, a need finds a solution is where I started thinking about this. I'm like, is this going to fit? Is this going to work? Right. And, you know, like in your position, you know, like where, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, kind of your, because even before being a manager here, you, you, you worked with us for 90 days. Yeah. It was about two months, three months. Yeah. yeah. Almost, I think. So like midsummer. But. What brought you here? What, what said, oh yeah, I'm going to join the comic shop. Um, yeah. What's wrong with you? You, you yeah. don't have to be like, well, I was on my, in the gutter and I needed help. <laughs> well, I'd left my, my longtime career of, 
eight, almost nine years, mm-hmm. um, needing a change of pace um, gotcha. and looking to, you know, put the like project management and people management skills that I have to use. Right. Um, and helping out here was kind of just a pit stop. Yeah. Um, it, it started that way, mm-hmm. um, you know, just being, you know, friends of the shop and wanting to help out and kind of just being around was where it initially started. And then kind of seeing the the level up that we talked about just previously was like um, intriguing to see all these different ways that um, that the business itself can take steps forward and sure. grow and, and evolve in different ways. And, and that kind of is what initially sparked that interest um, and, you know, started talking to Keith about going down that route that can, um, you know, put that skill to use. Yeah, like moving forward. Yeah. It was it was real easy in the beginning days because we had a we had a need in the magic department. Like yeah. we just didn't have the flavor <laughs> yeah. over there. Yeah. It, you know, there was always more Fix things to do. So Matt's like, well, I know magic. I can I can help with with that. And so the 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 first days are very easy, right? Yeah. Just getting acclimated to the right. to the environment and immediately contributing with, you know, helping us get orders fulfilled, get helping us get magic product right. Uh-huh. Um, you know. Uh, any any time of these any of these areas that we have, if we ever don't put enough time and effort into it, they slip. That's that's mm-hmm. the way it goes, consistently. And we were just at a point in time where we had had a loss of labor over there for a little bit, so it was a little bit behind. And and he came right in and and cleaned it up. But at the same time, I think Matt got a got to spend time at the glimpse of where we are as a business mm-hmm. and get to see that. And um, Matt came to me with some of the conversation in a way of, of less of just, Hey, you know, you need this. I should do this, but more of a, you know, this skill is a good idea. This thing is a good idea. This thing is a good idea. And I'd already kind of like, well, I, I know you have skills in these areas. I know you've managed people. I know you've turned around and hired people and fired people. I know you've turned around and overseen longer term, shorter term project type of, of workflow uh, Mm -hmm. control. And I know that at the end of the day, Richie is busting his hump and getting everything done on the front. But if we were going to list it all out of everything I wanted done at a manager level, it's more than 40 hours. I it's just, just literally pointing at me like, we can do better. He just kept <laughs> I just was running around like slapping walls and stuff. I didn't have to point that out. No. So uh, it became a, it's funny if you've ever interviewed for a job that, you know, they're trying to make all the judgments about you. (laughs) This wasn't that we were both kind of judging from both sides. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, Hey, is this going to be a fit for me on you from your side? And then for us, we were looking at, it's like, okay, what what holes is this going to fill for us? Yeah. yeah, What does this mean exactly? Cause we weren't even talking about a specific job in mind. We were literally creating it. As we that's, as we discussed, right. it was yeah. like an evolving process. Well, like that, Wonder Woman, you were I think, clay. We were just molding. I you. think that's that'll <laughs> stick out. One of the biggest the biggest points that I'm going to say was was a, a you know a, a a real strong selling point about this is is that one of the ideas you approached me with is you're like, hey, you know, if we do this, if we go down this road, remember, even if it just you know, even if it doesn't work out for me, even if it doesn't work out for you to have me, we're still defining this that you don't even have defined today. Right. Like it's not. I want more comics knows nothing about what the hell this need is. We're going to draw it all up from scratch. And we're like, even if, even if nothing more, you're going to have that, you know, there's a reason Sean likes detective stories. It's just like, he's trying to figure out what happened here. Let's find out. Every, every time I walk in a back room, I'm like, 
Oh, God. <laughs> Start smoking like a noir film. <laughs> I feel like a lot of times around here, we get to this point in time where it's questionable, Had we should we have already done this? You know, like, should we have oh, yeah. already yeah. added something? Should we have already kind How of done this? How much business school did you go to? And that's not me. You I know, didn't like, go either. No. Like, <laughs> we... There's, we, this, there's the seat of my pants, and I'm flying right by. I that. love the word triage. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's my like. What are we dealing with today? Let's go deal with it. Jesus, I thought I was in a weekly meeting. Yeah. <laughs> he said but, triage. I was like, Yo, oh, what are we doing? Get my <laughs> but I hate the word triage. <laughs> I know you do because it's not how you're going to turn you around and grow. Yeah, it's not exactly a healthy state of being. There's no that's for sure. There's no planning inside this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go reflect all the way back when Todd joined. Mm-hmm. When Todd came to the table and he turned around and started talking about we need to have this, we need to have monthly goals and weekly and goals and, and, and annual goals and pieces like this. And all of us are just sitting here like, what? <laughs> I remember looking at him going, we're getting it what done, the hell man. are talking about goals? <laughs> the doors open today. Aren't you happy? Yeah. You know, like, we're not on fire today, Todd, okay? <laughs> we're okay. But all of it's right. That's all right. of it's yeah. correct is the way that you're supposed to be doing it and all this. And again, it's the maturing of this business. It's the level that we're getting to, and it's the idea that we just constantly do a little bit more. So what can we do now today and all this with with this design? Because these tasks got taken away from from now the ownership level. Mm-hmm. And this is this is the part that I, I think I enjoy the most out of it, is that we've d- designed three levels here at the store now. That's right. You have your ownership level, me, Sean, and Todd, who yep. are going to turn around and constantly look at, you know, everything that we need to do and add on, you know, like that's, it's going to free up in a time where when Sean needed time, what, two years ago, I guess. Yeah. I was thinking it was two years ago to develop vinyl, right? Oh, you yeah, needed, yeah. you needed yeah, yeah. time where you weren't doing I had to, the I had other to like stuff. search out vendors. I had to figure out where we were going to put it. I had to figure out what we were going to put it in. I had to figure out right. what I was going to order. The whole thing. I was going to like research it on what I should even order. Yeah. There was a lot. It's just one of those examples. Like you don't get to, if you're only working on your business, you're not developing your business. Right. So the ownership level gets to spend a lot of time developing business now. We're still going to do a lot of work, but. Oh, but there, but now the management level and the big deal. Actually, I'm gonna skip the management level because sure. to me, the 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 customer service level, all uh-huh. the other employees that are here and all this that really turn around and make the gel work because they're the number one interfacing with customers right now. One hundred percent agree. They're the ones that turn around and make sure things are ready. They get a lot of the tasks done. This place, you know, e- even even the smallest thing of getting it clean, yeah. of just turning around and making sure that this place is always presentable, and that we just don't have piles of dirt, you know, <laughs> yeah. kind of thing, and all yeah. this. You know, like they get to work on this, but quite often right now we have we have some really good customer service employees, but they look to us to say, "Hey, what's next? What do I do next? I finished that. What do I do next?" And all this, and we at the ownership level never had time to develop that. Now we have the management level. That's right. Now we have you two mm-hmm. who get to turn around and get to turn and make sure that everybody's on task. You get to do the hires and fires of, of that level of the the customer service people. You get to turn around and make sure that paying attention to all the other little things and all this are, are done and, and that customers are handled and customers are serviced and we don't have, you know, we don't have fires. Like that's literally that's what exactly. we get to. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it's, of course, looking backwards on it, you're like, oh, of course. Well, yeah, yeah. real understanding. (laughs) Looking at it from the outside, you're like, well, yeah, dummies. You know, like it's really easy to see it. When you're so close to it on the day-to-day, you miss how much you're really not getting done. You because do. you're yeah. because you're in your own way and and you're getting especially in my position with before Matt it was like I would get the project done and I would just be so happy I got that done that I wasn't recognizing the other three things that were in the works you know and that's what happened is you just kind of blink and it's been 
and you don't know where that piece is. You need that. There's something missing, and it's just an incomplete puzzle, and we fix that now. Yeah, and the way you you manage, like, changes based on how big your team is. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, going back a couple of years to when the team was, you know, half as big as it was now, like, you know, that process probably looked much different on, on what the, the day-to-day looks like. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, like, within two years how it almost is completely different. <laughs> well, if we were – the goal that we're moving towards right now in all this is to have an opener and a closer at the yeah. customer service level on each one of the three registers out there. That's six people needed to work a day before okay. we get to a manager, Yep. before we get to any other owner, yeah. and before we get to any of the other processes that we might add in here too now that we're able to spend some time developing other bits and pieces of the business. And so – when you start counting that up, six people a day, seven days a week, 42 shifts in a, in a week, even if everybody was full-time, that's eight employees plus a part-timer. Yeah. Like, it's it's still a lot to kind of get around this. Then it's two managers to divide up all the other yep. days of the week, and then the three owners are just, you know, doing what we can on all the different days to, to, to get there. That's a lot of people that in is. motion now compared to year one. Oh, yeah, year was, one, you know, like. Yeah, three or four people. <laughs> that was it. I mean, I think, and it was all owners. Wasn't <laughs> wasn't the le- the leanest we ran was right after the move, right? That was three. Yeah, that was the leanest that was we ever you had. You, me, and Zach. You, me, and Zach. That yeah. was it. So, and that was uh, that was less fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was a lot of work. It was a ton of work. Well, even just, I think Don was there when we set up the store. Yeah, he and helped then it us was like in. the week after he was gone. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, was the leanest. It, it was so, us yeah. three for a little while too. Yeah. It was at least a year, possibly two. Yeah, I think we had seems right. Uh, we had like people come in and help us from time to time, but it wasn't. Right. Yeah, no, lo- nothing long term, obviously. So, real quick to pull out of the um, process of our business and things that we've done, I feel like we've gotten that. Matt, you were playing magic. Yeah, magic. The important game. question: What type of magic player are you? Are you blue, white? Are you red? Oh, this is an important question. Savage. It's a very important question. <laughs> I feel like that's personal. Is that a personal question? You know, is that like asking I what know. kind of underwear he wears? What the hell? Blow his mind and tell him it's colorless. Yeah, I play strictly colorless, just artifacts. I, well, Keith's not far from, uh, <laughs> far from Ron, though, because... Artifacts are kind of my dream. Hey, there was, a f- um, there was a blast of a time back there. It was like about two to three years after you had started playing here. We had a we had a magic team this going. This is what I was trying to get at. We, yes. we, had, we had a team. And off of polo nerds. shirts with logos on them. And I have one of those polo shirts. I remember You didn't this. earn it. I did not. <laughs> someone <laughs> someone <laughs> gave me that from the move from the we other have, one. They're like, who wants this? And we like, have four hey. state champions on that team. I think it's I think it's four. Like, by the time yeah. that they had split off and started doing, like, a modern... Because I'm a modern state champion. Right. I won modern one year. Yeah. I guess. It was the <laughs> smallest tournament you'd ever see. Yeah. But, you know, like... But I, I won it. Did it. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a champ belt. But, um, no, Matt was the first. Yeah, Matt was standard. the first in our group to, to, wow. to win state champions. Look at that. That actually puts a time frame on it. So, it was 2011, and I think we were, like, about it? a year in. So, I think 2010 is probably when I started. Okay. Yeah, like, introducing You got there the pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got there pretty quick. That's I do crazy. also appreciate that my best finish I ever had in a large tournament is because I copied Matt's deck <laughs> <laughs> the night before. <laughs> the night before, we're all testing as a group. You're like, and that's I'm just, just like, good stuff. <laughs> Dude, this deck sucks. And I'm like, I, I'm on a deck, and I'm just like, I hate this deck. I hate this deck. And I, I asked Matt, I'm like, Matt, what are you playing? And he's like, oh, I'm just playing this really, you know, fast and low. Zombies. Yeah, red, yeah, black zombies. zombies. Yeah. He's like, it's just like, let's just get there fast. And I'm like... 
That's great. I'll do that. Whatever. <laughs> and so I go and I, and I finish that tournament ninth. Wow. <laughs> and the only the night before the only fun part about that is mm-hmm. is that Matt finished tenth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> only on tiebreakers. We had the same record, oh, no. but only on tiebreakers. Now. Yeah. Yeah. We both earned a hundred dollars at that tournament. It was, we won yeah. money. That. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was like, but no, it was. Um, we had a lot of fun as a yeah. team. It you was, guys are. It was a good time. In theory, heading to Vegas here soon, right? For another tournament? We're, we're, we're going to Vegas. We're, yeah. Vegas Let's is guarantee Vegas. Yeah, Vegas is happening. That, happening. We, we, Participating in a tournament. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> that is an option on the table. <laughs> My roommate, who's part of our little yes, stream team yes. and all this, is 100% playing. Yeah, he's there. And all this. And I think you have to babysit. I might <laughs> just be. I might just be... Eating? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, well, I mean, I'm definitely going to go to the event. And that's one of your favorite things to do is go someplace oh, I eat. Love, I love eat something. And judge someone else's magic playing? That sounds good. No, I won't judge. <laughs> <laughs> we do have we do have customers at the store that will be there as judges. Oh, nice. so, uh, you know, like, it's it'll be a little soiree. It'll that's be exciting. Excellent. First big tournament. In, it's been a minute. Like, after wow. COVID. Yeah. So, yeah. That sounds like interesting rules. Now, you, you have to stay 100% masked. You know, yeah. like yeah, that uh, would make and, sense. Show, and show proof and show of vaccination. Proof of vaccination. Or, wow. Or, okay. or a negative testing. Okay. So yeah. it's 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 they're yeah, they're, that, they're treating that seems it safe. That's good. They're yeah. treating it serious. Well, so. like I said, so Matthew's no slouch. He's definitely part of this group and has been for a very long time. Um if you haven't yet said hello to him, please take this opportunity yeah. as a invite to do so. He is around uh, when I'm not. So yeah. <laughs> if you see me, he's not there. Well, except <laughs> so for today, Thursday. Today's the only day we're going to see each other. So I, I told my my girlfriend that he is the worst pen pal I ever had because all we do is <laughs> send notes to each worst. other. That's all I do is I come over pen pal. <laughs> you guys are actually sending like, notes. Yeah, yeah. We, oh, he's yeah. the best pen pal yeah. you've yeah. ever had. Yeah. A oh, worst pen pal is somebody who never sends you notes. Yeah, yeah. I see at the end of the day every time one of them's on the same computer typing the note to the other one. Like I did this, da 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 da. Watch this, love you, please. <laughs> Please flush. You know, it's <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. I walk up and I look at the notes. I'm all erase, erase, erase. <laughs> that would be the. Don't do that. I'm joking. Self sabotage. Do I don't do that at all. Hundred percent. You can put it in the middle of a sentence. I love you. <laughs> and just see, just see if we can get this romance. I've got, awesome. I've got hungry eyes think for it you. Bug me how much it wouldn't bother me. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, you love me, but I just just roll right past it. Well, we we have things to do today, boys. We have a, a sweet uh, theater movie like we're going to go see right now. So we got to go do that. Eternally. Eternally? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we're going to go check out Eternals. They wouldn't know that because we don't know if this episode's ever going to be published before yeah, the end of the year. A- <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what we get the around good, to. This is proof that we actually recorded. That's all. Like, if you ever hear this, know that it was recorded at one point. Yeah. <laughs> and if Keith ever remembers to post the episode. That's all. That's all you have happen. to do. Oh, you know what? You should get the new uh, manager on that. That's what you should do. Let's get that but, going. But <laughs> yeah. Push that away from me. Oh, <laughs> you should get the new manager. Not me. No. The new guy. <laughs> the new guy. That's all it's really great about how one of these guys wants to flex senior every so often. Like, yeah. That's because like, everyone's taller than me. You're, you're, like, you're like, hey, FNG on this. Yeah. There's only one person around here that ever uses the senior title. That's right. And it's That's not right. me. <laughs> Uh, Either way, this senior store manager is going to sign oh, off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, my name is Richie. Hi, Sean. And Keith. Matthew. That's right. Matthew. <laughs> we'll I catch love it. you guys. Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> You'll catch us on the next issue. Haircut, simply terrible necktie. 
worst bearing Just unbearable what to tackle first Still you've got possibilities Though you're horribly square I see possibilities underneath There's something there Peoria backpack. Oh no, I'm not Queen Victoria. This suit has to go. Still, you've got possibilities. Let us give it a try. I see possibilities. Made 